So in sum, now what makes most transformation fail? Um, if you Google, you have a lot of this, but I'm, I, I put it in some based on, you know, observation studies and of course my experience. Yeah, so I, I list it down here. So now first one is there was a wrong compelling reason, like what I shared with you just now that too. There are many cases of failed transformation is because of that, focusing on the wrong thing. Okay, either focusing on the wrong thing or the lack of a compelling reason. Now, I have even had clients who come to me and say, Susan, we need to do, you know, transformation. Um, so do a session, you know, for my senior team uh, on, uh, say, leadership transformation, guide them through how to transform the organization. So I ask them why, you know, because to me, it's like when clients come to us, right, they would have done whatever they want right to to try to achieve what they want so we want to try to find what is the gap they actually want us to to, to close all right so i usually ask okay where are you now you know why do you ask me to do this with you now and i've come across a few companies who actually said this they say well we need to transform because you know our industry a lot of competitors are transforming they do not have a compelling business reason Mm -hmm. I call it the existential risk, okay? They don't know what is their existential risk or why they need to transform. That is the key, okay? So uh, definitely you can have a lot more discussion on this, but this is absolutely the key of why many transformation fail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the second one is a lack of a clear direction and a unified strategy. Now, some company, they have very clear direction. They say, we need to transform because our industry are quickly being replaced by young players. So things are, you know, they are selling cheaper and things like that. So we want to pivot and look at how do we move forward. Okay, great. Now, so what is your direction? You know, at the end of, say, three years from now, five years from now, what do you want to be known for? What do you want, what do you want to pride yourself as? Mm -hmm. The one that is lack of direction will be thinking of, you know, company A is doing ABC, maybe we should do ABC. Company B is doing CDA, maybe, maybe we should do that, right? So it's no clear direction. Mm -hmm. Now, the most important thing is, once you know why you need to change, which is I call the sponsor catching up with us. The second thing is we need to have very clear, you know, a vision of by five years, by 10 years down the road, who we want to become. Where do we want to serve in the world? okay as in like what problems of in the world that we want to solve and we want to pride ourselves by solving those problems known to be the solution provider for those areas okay yeah so once you have that direction then are that direction being cascaded down through the entire organization's operations and teams and businesses okay so this will also require business to relook really at um, the, the their business areas, some business areas might no longer be relevant in a this new future that we are in already. Okay. Yeah. And uh, some businesses, they, the, they probably are still relevant, but because of technology, the way of doing business, it has changed. I call it business model has changed. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are their business models still relevant today or not? If not, they have to quickly think of ways to pivot and change. Okay, so these are one of the major, major ones. Now, the other thing is to 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 ensure that, you know, in organization direction and goals, we always say, what is your goals, what is your key results and all those things, right? So I'm sure, you know, our, our participants, students were already familiar with this word. When we talk about organization's goals, directions, KPI, you cannot run away from the 
your financial uh, numbers. Okay, mm. whether we are coming from a finance background or not, we must know basic level in terms of our PNL. How do we read that? What does it mean? In my KPI, how does it link to change the top line, the middle line, or the bottom line? Mm -hmm. okay. So, because in today's environment, we cannot be talking about, oh, we need to change because it's ESG, because it's employee engagement, because it's customer service. All this has a number that links to some part of the financial statement. Where is it? Do we know? Okay. So, that means it must be specific. Yes, it must be specific. And it's linked. Okay. Wherever we do, we, we build a, put a, like, like, you know, there's a story of laying bricks, right? Yeah, laying bricks, a brick layer. Actually, they are. Hit. This is part of a process of building the whole castle, mm. right? Yeah. So every KPI, every action, every goal that we set from high level, senior level, middle level to you know uh, workers level, it links the way to that. And top organization has that clarity. Yeah. So their employees, when they walk around and uh, in the in um, among their employees at workers level, when they ask them, why do you have this KPI? They are able to link this to the organization direction mm. and how they are going to achieve that. Uh -huh. yeah? How as in the organization, how, how the organization is going to achieve that. And therefore, their work, even though so, looks so small, but it how it is contribute to that top line, the middle line or the bottom line. Mm -hmm. Okay, top organization has that clarity. They make sure their employees all the way down, they understood this. Okay, yeah. Then uh, third one is, of course, you know, very famous. <laughs> you you probably hear a lot of this. Talk about change. It's always leaders' problems. Lah. Manager don't understand. Lah. People not working. Lah. <laughs> no something. So lack of the right leaders, right people, right culture. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to deep dive a bit more into that. Now, the other one is, uh, you know, when you talk to CEOs and board directors, their worries is always this. People are focusing on cost and not focusing on growth. Yeah, and I always say this. Now, y'all can key in in the chat. Yeah, I always say this. Uh, every time when you have uh, your bosses were to say, oh, we have to cut costs, it actually means that the priority has shifted to something else. Okay, so it's just like during our pandemic, right? When we are locked down, how many of us uh, bought a new pair of uh, uh, working shoes? For those working from home, la. okay? How many of us bought more like, you know, your pants and your skirt? <laughs> no, right? We bought more tops because of Zoom, <laughs> right? So cost is actually a factor of reprioritizing. Okay, so when we cut costs on something, we actually save the money to invest in something else or to, to focus on purchasing something else. Okay, we buy better quality home-cooked food. Before pandemic, always eat outside. Lah. During pandemic, lockdown, we eat inside, right? So we buy better fish and all those stuff, right? So mm -hmm. cost equals to reprioritization. Yeah, cost can be money, can be resources, human resource, you know, can be equipment, resources, all those things. Everything that has to deal with cost is actually a reprioritizing so that the areas that we prioritize are areas that we can see growth. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is our mindset. Yeah, top uh, management and uh, uh, board directors, this is what they are looking for. Okay, mm -hmm. now the, the fifth one is, of course, focus on activity R. Ah. This one, gone are the days that people say, oh, I'm very busy, equals I'm very valuable. Mm, not true. We can be very busy, 
but no value. Okay? Betul uh, yeah. lah, right? Yeah. So, transformation doesn't mean that there must be a lot of initiative to say that we are valuable. No. If you have a lot of initiative, you are not focused. Okay? So, if we were to really look into what is our compelling reason to transform, there is usually only one thing, the one thing the organizations okay. must focus to get it right. Okay? Mm -hmm. In that one thing, there are many activities, but all these activities is focusing on just getting this right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah, so focus, do not focus on activity, must focus on outcome. Okay? Yeah. So, question then come back to what is the outcome we want, which links back to the compelling reason, the direction. Yeah, good. Because these two must have an outcome, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. The sixth is inconsistent effort and fail to uh, track uh, progress. Yeah. This mm -hmm. one, when it comes to this stage, if we don't track our progress, right, I call it, uh, we slap ourselves. La. <laughs> okay. Because you have already spent so much effort, you know, trying to identify the compelling reason, get buy-ins, get resource uh, approved, you know, uh, get direction approved and all those things, start action already and then don't track, uh, then fail, gao gao. okay? So, and a lot of people are great starter, perfect mm -hmm. launch, after that doesn't keep up with the progress and that's where everything goes wrong. Uh, the momentum ups and down. The momentum. Yeah, the momentum ups and down. Yes, correct. Right, so we we say that's why you know strategy is is strategy lah, is sexy, right? But the key thing that makes it successful is execution. This is where execution comes up. Okay, yeah. Then number seven, uh, wrong performance criteria and incentive. Yeah, we pay, we we set the wrong criteria. For example, how do we measure uh productivity? If we're going to measure productivity by, you know, oh, we spend how much uh, money on training, I say, but what value does it show? Mm. Okay. So certain report has no meaning one. <laughs> right? When I look at annual report, when they say, oh, we spend uh, how many, you know, maybe like 200,000 or 2 million in uh, training for our people. I was like, ah, so <laughs> what value are you creating from that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Compared to if an organization who says that, okay, um, our revenue per headcount is how much? Our EBITDA per headcount is how much? Ah, then compared to last year, compared to the uh, the other companies, then I can see, are you effective or not? Mm -hmm. uh, are your people effective? Are your people increase in productivity? And that's what it means. Uh. Okay? So performance criteria must be very clear that it really show value. Okay? Then incentive, how do we pay? I have organization who went through transformation by giving $100 for their employees to adopt a certain uh, app. Oh. When you start using this app, it give you $100. Okay. <laughs> time can lah. The next time you launch another app, yeah, everybody waiting for another $100. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we have to be very mindful what we do. Is it going to be sustainable or not? Yeah, is it is it okay? You know, is it is it right? Is it going to be sustainable? Is it creating the behavior, sustainable behavior that we want? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and the last one is of course uh, uh fail to deliver key stakeholder expectation. So first question is, do we know who are our key stakeholder? Okay, not all key stakeholders expectation 
it's important. <laughs> okay, certain key stakeholders, their expectation not met, life still goes on. Okay, but there are certain key stakeholders' expectation. There are certain numbers you must meet. If you do not meet those numbers, mm -hmm. maybe first year they forgive you, second year they tolerate, third year they scold you, fourth year they say bye bye, I kick you out. <laughs> okay, yeah. So what is your key stakeholder expectation, which links to what is your existential risk? Okay, in simple term means that what are the numbers the organization must meet? Can no not negotiation. You must meet. If not, you will go bankrupt or you will be replaced. Okay, so this is the background of transformation. Now let's go into what do we do now? 